Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hi, everyone. It's Shell. It's, it's been a few years. I haven't really hosted maybe two or three episodes in like the past three years, and I'm waiting on my friend. Y'all know Pageant Dad. Well, the loyal listeners from a few years back remember Pageant Dad, and he promised he would call in and and co-host with me because I'm kind of nervous. I'll, I'll explain, like, kind of give you a brief update here in a moment. Um, just working out these technical kinks because it's been a little while. Uh, let's see. Okay, first of all, get straight to the point on what we're doing tonight. Tonight I thought would be a very special segment. I always would do this in honor of our military and veterans each time, like, a patriotic holiday would come up and such. And, of course, July 4th, Independence Day here in America is coming up on Tuesday. Is July 4th, right? Yeah, July 4th. We have all kinds of fireworks shows and celebrations going on every day pretty much around here, um, different towns and such, because I'm in Dallas-Fort Worth, you know. I think my hometown celebration is actually on the 4th of July, but I think I'm going to the one on the 3rd of July. Anyway, I'm already off on a tangent because I'm really nervous. <sighs> you'll, you'll understand in a minute why. Um, why it's been a three-year hiatus, so it's an emotional roller coaster for me, and why I think it's important to try to kind of get in the groove and rhythm and, and get back. And Jabari, pageant dad, please call in and co-host with me. I'm so nervous. Um, okay, so a couple of things. First of all, you can follow me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC is my Twitter name, C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C. I'm about to go over on my Facebook and my Twitter and post the announcements there. Uh, and the switchboard number, I had to look it up. How terrible is that? <laughs> I'm so nervous. Okay. Okay. Um, my switchboard phone number. Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, I hosted this show for so many years, and all of a sudden I take a three-year hiatus, and I'm nervous, so nervous. Um, but I've missed all y'all. I really have. I love having listeners from everywhere uh, around the world. Okay, um, so Pageant Dad, if you're listening, please call in. And for anyone listening, call in. Say hello. I'd love to hear a message of thanks for our military and veterans if you'd like to be a part of that, or if you are a military or veteran or a loved one of, of them. love to give thanks to each of you as well for all you do. The switchboard number here is 323-642-1556. And I know some of you are going to laugh that you used to be the loyal listeners back in the day. I'm going to start with a song. Oh, maybe I'm not. Pageant Dad, I think, is calling in. Oh, thank goodness, because I'm so nervous. Okay, give me a second, y'all. Pageant Dad, are you there? Hey, Shell. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm not. I'm nervous. Eh, <laughs> uh, don't be. Okay. Okay, well, um, okay, so a couple things, um... Well, first of all, uh, if you don't mind, Jabari, can you explain um, your nickname? You said that you don't want to be pageant dad anymore, and that will give me a moment to go over to my social media sites and, you know, promote the show and all that, let people know the switchboard phone number and that we're back on air tonight and, you know, what's going on about the military and veteran dedication. You know, people want to call in and give a message of thanks. Um, The switchboard number, uh, (laughs) oh, Jabari, Um, switchboard number, let me look it up again. It's um Jabari, do you have it? Um I think it's is it three two three six four two one five five six? 
that's it. Yes. Thank you so much. I am shaking right now. Oh, I'm going to start crying. Everyone will understand in a minute, and Jabari kind of knows the story, but I'll explain why I've been on a three-year hiatus and and, and such. Um, uh, okay. Uh, isn't this crazy? I'm so nervous. How long did I host the show before I went on hiatus? Seriously, like five years? I mean, it's just crazy. Five. Yeah, pretty much. Um, no, or longer. Uh, I started yeah, it February 2009. Oh, five, yeah. five years. I hosted five years yeah. before I went on hiatus three year hiatus because 2014 is when the hiatus started. Um, okay, so so a couple of things. Uh, just as a reminder, if y'all would like to call in, you want to give a message of thanks for our military and veterans, gals and girls, uh, good old USA. The phone number, switchboard number, you can call in and say, hey, it's 323 Yes, 1-5-5-6. 323-642-1556. By the way, this switchboard phone number was changed. It used to, I know for sure it used to be a different number, but that's okay. I'm glad I still have a switchboard number. And all my old episodes are still here, which is amazing. They saved them. So, yeah, y'all can go back in the archives and listen to my old episodes on uh, blogtalkradio.com. Look up Coffee Talk with Shell. Or you can actually listen to it like as a podcast on um iTunes as well. It's just kind of neat they do that. Okay, so in the meantime, Jabari, go ahead and, and tell us your story of why you don't want to be called Pageant Dad anymore. Tell us how you got the nickname and why you're not going to be Pageant Dad anymore and, and what name we decided to call you. And while you do that, I'll go over to Facebook and Twitter real quick and do the promos. <laughs> Alright, here's the story. Um, there was a TV show called Toddlers in Tierra. Um, it was a show about children's pageants. That was right around the same time Shell had her talk show. Well, it just so happened there was an episode where my daughter who did children's pageants. Uh, she wasn't the main focus of the show, but she was kind of in the background. You, there were a couple of scenes where you saw my daughter in the show. And Shell happened to watch the show and said, hey, that's my daughter named Sarah. So she's like, you know, she was interested in the show and she wanted to know all about the world of pageants, so she actually interviewed me. Because, like I said, my daughter was in a pageant since she was like one years old. Well, the interview was, did the interview, the interview was pretty dang good. What Shell told me, and oh, from yeah. there she started. She started calling me pageant dad because of the show. Well, my daughter stopped doing pageants when she was about oh, around seven or eight. She just stopped. You know, they weren't fun to her anymore, and she quit. She hasn't been on pageant since. She's fifteen now. So, wow. Yeah. So the pageant dad name's kind of laid out, you know. If she was doing pageants, I guess, but not if she's not, there's no use to calling me that. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, the pageant dad nickname's been permanently retired. So, and what name did we um, agree on for you to go by now? <laughs> oh, gosh. Your nickname? <laughs> oh, you don't want to go by your nickname? I gave all my college friends nicknames, so Jabari, yeah, tell them what your I, nickname is. I love your nickname. Calls, she calls me Jumanji. Jumanji. After, <laughs> yes, after the after the 
movie. And the story about that is that we went to college in North Texas, and we first met. Actually, the crazy thing is there was a girl that was from New York that people had said lived in our dorm. And when I first met Shell, for some reason, I thought Shell was from New York. You so thought I was myself from New York? Yep. Oh, dear. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, she was yeah, cool, though. I mean, she was pretty cool. <laughs> first I met you. So I do have a pretty hard name to say in Jabari. You know, there's some people that have a hard time saying it. And like Shell, huh? What did you say? <laughs> I said like me. Yeah, Shell had a hard time saying Jabari. You know, like I said, it's pretty kind of hard. You know, it's it's more common than you think, but it's not as common as Michelle or anything like that. So she had a hard time calling me. You know, saying Jabari. Well, one day, and I don't think she meant to do it. She is. Oh, it's the day we met. On, no, it was it was a while after we met. Are you sure? I thought it was the day we met yep. that I that you I said, Hi, I'm Shell and you're like, Hi, I'm Jumanji and I was like, Jumanji, that's an interesting name and you're like, No, Jabari I thought that's no, what happened. It, okay, I, go ahead. No, Maybe I forgot. It was actually the actual while and mm-hmm. you say, Hey Jumanji <laughs> and I kinda of looked at her like, Huh? And then she kinda of like, Oh crap I meant to say Jabari. And, you know, Shell, with that little laugh first, oh, thought it was funny. And then after a while, a couple of our friends say, is it okay if we call you Jumanji? And I'm like, fine. It doesn't bother me that much. And the crazy thing, our other friend, Jen, I don't think she even knows my real name, to be honest with you. Because all really? she does is just call I think she knows, but I've always been Jumanji. Wow. Always? So that, so that yeah, I mean... I, don't, I mean, like I said, she always calls me Jumanji. So, well, tell, tell everyone real quick, um, before we get into the military veteran stories and dedications, tell them how you, um, how how Jen says Jumanji, like like if you make her mad or whatever, you give her a hard time. <laughs> it's so funny the way she says it. Okay. Jen. Do an impersonation real quick. Okay, Jen's a sweetheart. Yeah, Jen's got a little bit of a <laughs> Jen's got a country accent on her. She ain't her country. She's a little country on her. Mm-hmm. Even though she's from, even though she's from you or her or wherever she is. But she she's 25, but she sounds country, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she'll go, oh, gosh. Jim Monty. And I start laughing when she does that. And she has this look. That if you, I mean, if you ever saw her, she kind of has this little, I'm going to say bug-eyed look, but she kind of has this little crazy look, but she goes, Jimanji, you know, like, that's when she kind of, I want to say she's mad at me, but that's how she says it, so. Yeah, okay, uh, forgive me, I feel a little nervous, so I'm going to play a song real quick, and that'll give me a moment because I'm struggling with these technical kinks, no surprise, because it's been like three-year hiatus. So Jumanji, <laughs> bear with me a moment. Uh-huh. Can, can you um, hang tight and listen to a song real quick? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, let me find one for us. to. Oh, I have a lot of Christmas music still on my switchboard. Wow. Oh, you know what I should do? Since it's been through your hiatus, let's let's take a look back. Reflection. You ready to go through a compilation of, 
um, a, a snippets old montage of interviews and stuff. It's pretty cool to hear music in between it. It's like a collage. Ready? All right, everyone. All right, Okay, and when we return, uh, we'll be watching the switchboard in the meantime, right, Jumanji? <laughs> and um, yeah. And let me—I don't know why my switchboard phone number is not showing up in front of me, so I have to look it up on my phone every time. It's crazy. So let's see here. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> again my switchboard phone number. Yeah, our switchboard phone number. Sorry, it's three two three six four two one five five six. Again, three two three six four two one five five six. We are doing a very special tribute. I always like to do this around the patriotic holidays, but we should always give thanks every single day to the men and women and the canines as well. I've been thinking about that as well. Humans and canines who serve, uh, you know, help fight for our freedom each and every day. There's so many sacrifices they make as well as the loved ones, you know, for of those. Okay. So again, that switchboard phone number, if you want to call in, I'll be watching for the calls 323-642-1556. And also, if you are a military member or a veteran, call in. We'd love to say hi and thank you. Right, Jabari? I mean, Jumanji? Yeah. Definitely. So don't hesitate. Don't be shy. We want to talk to all of you. Okay. So I promise this. I'm going to play this montage. So you can kind of get caught up if you're a new listener or if you're an old listener, you can kind of reflect back with me and, and help me calm down and not be so nervous. And um, when I return through your hiatus, I will explain the story behind the emotional roller coaster and all that mess. All right. So you ready? Here we go. Going on to coffee in Texas. I'm going to give it one more Hi. chance. Actually, I'm on my way to lunch and I'm going to give it one more chance, but I can't wait to get <laughs> back to fresh beans in California. Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host Coffee Talk with Shell, and he doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's I mean, terrible. You know what, though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had That's the problem. From, I just want yeah, chocolate but, I mean, mocha. you, you got to get, get it. good coffee besides Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I make really good coffee, so hey. South Carolina is home, but Dallas is home too. I have, I just, I consider I have two homes, you know? And one, I mean, there's more family. There's a different kind of family. We each have two families, you know? I have family here and I have family there, but it's two different kinds of families. Like, this is like the monster family. <laughs> home is like Dallas. the Beverly Hillbilly family. <laughs> there, everything that you would hope would make you feel so good. Who's calling and from where? Yeah, my name is Ross from Los Angeles, California. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god, this is Ross Matthews! <laughs> it is! Oh, How are god. you? I'm shaking! I love you! Oh, yes. you're so cute! We all dream, but nobody listens. But if you love it and you embrace it and you just, you know, you're fearless, then, you know, it's a great thing. And in our dreams we rule the world And that inspired me to write Midnight Cabaret We all have the money, have the money There was a lot of attention, but then it kind of cooled down And we all drive the nicest cars like motto in life is just to have fun and just um you know enjoy life and, and it took so long to realize that so 
would like for this book to be a movie. That's my next big dream. That's my really excited and you know a, a little bit nervous as far as like the crowd and stuff but um it was it was awesome and I, and I had a ball performing and um just you know meeting new people and meeting football players it was it was a, it was a dream come true and uh, I found that uh you know telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff of the things that's happening with Sean, uh, which is happening every day in this country, should never, ever have to happen again. I I say to her, you, you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went, That you're that person that just went through so much, but it's okay. So these are the news stories of our time, which is sort of my my hope for the future. Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Who's calling in from where? Hello, this is Ross from Los Angeles. Hi, Ross, how are you doing? Is this really Ross? Tend to be me because this this voice is an instrument <laughs> and a gift. <laughs> so I don't know if it's rep- you have to find a very very brave woman to replicate this voice. Would you still love me if I was the only, not only? Everyone listening and to you, Shell, for watching it. It just means the world to me. And so you said time to call Shell. So. I'm so glad you picked awesome. up, and a hi to everyone listening. You think that you know me, so why don't you show me who I am to you? Susie, you know hey. my bio mom. Uh, oh, I'm going to be among the dying. I'm clouded by mystery. We could make history. I'll teach you what they want to do. They weren't spending their time there, you know, feeling sorry for themselves. And would you believe me? They were laughing. They were enjoying their time. Everyone that I ever talked to was so inspiring to me. Upcoming artist, and her name is Bean. I am here, Shell. Thank you so much for having me. And on a show like this where I get to talk live and it goes through like a radio on the internet. It's so cool to me. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Mom told me, she was like, whenever you came out of the womb, you, you came out singing hallelujah. So being able to finally release music to the public, it's like the most freeing feeling ever. You wanted to shave your head, and I was like, don't you dare. I know. Yeah, you I and your have. stepfather wanted to shave your head. I said, don't no. you dare shave your head. <laughs> I would have, and that's why I came up with the pink wig idea. The pink wig. And then I was like, oh, no. The video that you made with the pink wig on. Oh, 
Her name is Grace Doe Bush. My favorite books of all time now is called Perusing, Crafts and Art Section, and it's called Crafty Superstar. I'm always just really, really bored if I don't have a project. <laughs> Not necessarily all fun and glitter and sparkles all the time. There's a lot of hard work. Calling so my daughter could talk to Santa Claus. Oh, hello, Leah. How are you? Good. Hey, you know, Rudolph is sitting right next to me. He said hi. You know. Tell him I said hi. I love seashells and coffee, hence my talk show named Coffee Talk with Shell. In 2009, it's been a huge journey, blessing in my life. I've interviewed many celebrities, uh, some via phone, some in person. Uh, Super Bowl came here in 2010, and that was probably one of my biggest pivotal moments in my talk show uh, journey. Life-size corn maze, and you have to find your way out. Quickly, I can make a gingerbread cookie. <laughs> yeah, um, you can go out and buy the, the store-bought gingerbread mixes and just... Um, <laughs> It just mixed up together and, and bake you in the well, oven. You told me. About <laughs> <laughs> a gingerbread mix, Joe. It's easy as that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did I take you back or what, Jabari? I mean, Jumanji. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a lot of stuff, so. <laughs> a lot of stuff, I know. And of course, one of my favorites of all time will always be Santa Claus. And that would be an awesome tradition to bring back. You know, we should have Santa back, don't you think, in December? Uh, you can try. <laughs> I know he's got a lot on his plate. Pretty busy. All right, yeah. so let's get to it. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, okay, 822. And Jabari, I mean, Jumanji only agreed to work this for, I shouldn't say work, co-host <laughs> the first hour with me to try to help me ease back into everything because it's been so long. Yeah. So, a couple of things. First, um, I'll explain my hiatus real quick here, and then let's get into talking about, you know, all these awesome things as military and veterans have done for us and such. Um, okay. Basically, what? Go ahead, Jumanji. No, I said okay. <laughs> I told you I was nervous. Oh my goodness me! Oh, and and oh, before I forget, <laughs> let's remind everyone again if they want to call in and give a message of thanks to the military and veterans, and or if you are a military or veteran, we want to thank you. Call in as well. The switchboard phone number. Let me look it up again. I don't know why it's not showing on my screen. Silly, silly, silly. But anyway, the uh, phone number. Yeah, it's three two three. I need to memorize this. Uh, <laughs> 323 area code 642-1556. What area code is that anyway? Let me, I'm just, just for grins. I bet that's probably like where, right? Are you calling my cell phone? Oh. Why, why are you calling my cell phone? Oh, I think I accidentally hit your number on my cell phone. I was like, why are you hey. calling me? <laughs> no, that's Bell. funny. Okay. Oh, it's Los Angeles. Oh, I like that. Isn't that interesting? Three two three. I should have remembered that when I was on TMZ that they, when they would call me, that's the area code they call me from. Three two three. Anyway, that's another story, another day. But anyway, um, yeah. So 
I got to calm down. I'm so nervous. I don't know why I'm so nervous. It's been like three years. Okay. So here's the deal. I've hoped to maybe like, I think I've, I think I've done two interviews in the last three years and they were short and sweet. I think like 15 minute interview. I've, I've interviewed my friend, actor, my favorite actor, Omar Miller a few times, but um, the two interviews I've done the last three years since I pretty much have done mostly hiatus was uh, with Omar because of the Ballers show coming on HBO, which, by the way, the new season comes up, I think, around my birthday, around July 25th or soon around there on HBO. Y'all should check it out. It's really, really good with The Rock and, and Omar and many great actors and athletes are on the show. Um, and then my friend, my actor friend, not my, well, he's an actor too, but comedian. We took comedy class together. Will Cohen, um, I interviewed him because he was doing, he still is, he's doing awesome things to help others, not just lose weight, but just positive thinking and changing their lives around. So I made a couple of exceptions, but both were like very short and sweet interviews. And I think I did a third one, just, I can't remember. I think the third one was like testing the water, so to speak, in the beginning. And then I was like, I just can't do it. So here's what happened. Um, I guess we all go through life changes. And here's the irony behind this. I don't know if Jabari even realizes this. Jumanji, his real name is Jabari, but I like to call him Jumanji because of the nickname I gave him. So if you hear me say either, that's our co-host, Jabari. Say hey. Hey. Jumanji, say hey. Hey. <laughs> Same person. <laughs> um, yeah, I giggle a lot when I'm nervous, though. And sometimes I, I laugh a lot so I don't cry because y'all know I've been through a lot of, like, losses and stuff in my life. And so I, I always try to be happy and put on the brave face and smile. Not that I don't love life, but I'm getting off on a tangent again. But you'll understand why in a minute. Okay, so here we go. I don't know how to – how to. oh, Jabari, I'm getting shaky. Okay. All right, here we go. There's three main things. There were three losses that affected my hiatus. First one was my birth dad. He died August 23rd, 2014. He himself was a military veteran, Marine Corps. What does Marine Corps say? Hoo-ha? Thanks, Bill. Okay, hoo-ha. I hope I'm, I'm, no disrespect. I really pray I'm saying this right. If not, I'll look it up online and make sure in a minute here. Um, so my birth dad was a huge part of my life. A Marina adoptee, if you're a new listener, loyal listeners will remember this probably. A uh, big part of my life. Um Reunited with my entire biological family since I was age 24. I'm 43 now. Um, so three years ago, you know, when I was like, I think my, I think I turned 40 on July 25th and my birthday died August 23rd. So it, it was just really hard. And the same day that my uh, biological father died, that same morning, I literally like I pulled in the driveway of the apartment to see my, I call her my stepmom Flo. Shout out to Flo. I love her dearly. My birth dad's wife. I literally pull in the driveway. I'm about to get out, you know, meet my siblings, my stepmom, all of them, because my birth dad just died from lung cancer. And I get a phone call from my birth mother, and she says that she got cancer again. She had breast cancer and then got another type of cancer, type leukemia. And I just remember thinking I was going to pass out. I couldn't, I could not handle that much at one time. I was like, both of my adoptive parents that raised me had already died in 2008. And then, you know, I'd already seen my birth mom fight and win the battle with breast cancer. And then I see, you know, I just literally lost my birth dad that morning. And then to get that call was just such a, a double whammy. I have a lot of double whammies, I call them in my life. Like I broke both my arms at the same time, 2008, broke both my feet, 2012. And then, you know, I always say that was a double whammy because the same day that my birth dad died from uh, lung cancer, my birth mom gets cancer a second time. But 
luckily she's doing better now prayers and all you know thank you everyone for your support um but anyway so that was the first cause effect where i really tried to keep doing the show but a couple other things really affected me um and i bring this to the attention now because i I think it's part of the reason i've decided to start back tonight with this particular patriotic holiday and try to kind of ease my way back and Jabari probably remembers this but there was a unit in afghanistan that listened to my talk show and they would come in the chat room they would call in through skype uh their captain their captain kevin actually is the one that introduced my talk show to them and uh many of them were frontline soldiers he was awesome. They were all awesome. He would make this exception. There was very strict rules. You know, they'd alternate the frontline soldiers. You know, it was like, I can't, I can't remember exactly the format, but it was something like two weeks on, a few days off. They'd alternate, rotate, very strict rules. And one of the strict rules was no live internet. And um, my talk show was the exception. That was the one live internet time they got was my talk show. And so, you know, I would hear their voices and talk to them and pray for them and uh this is where I get a little shaky (laughs) and unfortunately many of them died in combat you know mostly due to IEDs and I had a still do I had a really hard time with that and um it's really weird because I don't know if Jabari realizes this but I've seen their faces now you know all this time I would talk to them but not even know what they look like and now um the other day not long ago I found like a like an online directory where it, it lists all the soldiers, all their names, their pictures, their backgrounds, all those that are still alive, those who passed. It was, it was amazing to, to finally get to see their faces. I've seen only a few of their faces, mostly the ones that passed away. Jabari, what is that noise? <laughs> Jumanji. It's the TV. Okay. Anyway, so, <laughs> anyway, um, where was I? Oh, okay. So that's the second story uh, or second cause effect. And, um, and I feel really bad. Um, I try to keep doing the show. What happened? Luckily, the rest of them eventually were sent home. Thank you, Lord. Hopefully they weren't deployed again since, but, um, after all that horrific mess, they finally got the rest of them sent back home safe and sound. And, um, and then the third cause effect, which happened about, well, it's December, where, you know, I have these thoughts, should I, should I host the show again? Should I not? And uh, I've thought a lot about military and veterans, and, and you kind of understand why where I'm coming from now, because first I had my birth dad, who was a veteran that died. Then I had the unit, you know, from Afghanistan that listened to my talk show, and several of them died, you know, and their captain, Kevin included, who introduced my show, he, he died, unfortunately, as well in combat zone at war. And um, and last but not least, my dear friend who had interviewed, became good friends with, had many, many friends, and, and I'm very blessed that I could call him my friend, and many of you will remember him, but the author of Until Tuesday, uh, he was a military veteran, he had a service dog named Tuesday, he wrote a book, and became a New York Best Time seller about his service dog, Beautiful Golden Retriever Tuesday, I had the privilege of getting to to enjoy visits with, with Louise and Tuesday in San Antonio, as well as Houston. And I was friends with him for six, seven, seven years. Met him in 2010, I believe. So seven-year friendship. Well, unfortunately, um, this past December, he committed suicide. And I think what triggered me to really, like, I called Jabari, and I was like, Jabari, I think I want to try to get this show back. And, 
I think it'd be great to do a patriotic tribute. One, because, you know, my birth dad was a military veteran. So was Jabari's dad's dad was a veteran. But um, I don't I don't know. There was just something that caught my attention and made me think about a lot of this. You know, sometimes you just have that cause effect. You start thinking about things. And I was listening. I've been listening to the radio a lot at night. I can't sleep. And so I listen to, like, the radio, mostly country music lately. But anyway, at night, I listen to all, all types of music. But country music is kind of like in the morning I listen to pop and at night I listen to country. And so I'm on the radio, you know, listening to my iPod, the radio station. And um, I couldn't help but notice with the patriotic holiday coming up and, and such that they've been playing a lot of suicide awareness ads and talking about veterans. And of course, it made me think of not just Louise, my friend that committed suicide that died in December, but just our military and our veterans in general. And Jabari knows firsthand, and so do I. You know, he knows from his dad and my birth dad cause and effects, and, and you know, and there's compared we probably know little you know what i mean like there's so much more out there that we don't know that i wish yeah. we could could help with military and veterans like I, I know you hear it all the time but it, it really i guess it's really frustrating me i don't understand and this is of course i'm not trying to rant but it, it's it's ingratitude that i say this honestly i i guess i like many people i'll never understand how come we have military and veterans, you know, like they do these amazing things. They fight for our freedom. They tons of sacrifices, you know. If someone complains that they go to a Starbucks and get, you know, the wrong order, and then but then you can put it in perspective, and you're like, wait a minute, you know, these soldiers are like they don't even have a bed, you know. They're doing, you know, frontline soldiers especially, but any soldier, you you just can't even imagine the sacrifices they make. They're away from home for so long. Don't even know if they're going to make it back safe or not. Just can't even imagine all the things they do for us. And then they come back here, and this is something that Louise was an advocate for as well, my friend that died. It's hard to under, to me, it's still difficult to understand why is it when they come back to civilian life, to the States, it's, it's difficult not just to transition, but why are we not doing more for them as well? Take it over, Jabari. I'm going to start crying again. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is true. Um, okay, what Shell says. It's true. Uh, her dad was a veteran. Mine was a veteran. My dad um, was in the U.S. Army. He was a helicopter gunner. Well, that's what he told me. Uh, he actually, I mean, uh, he's not here anymore. He passed away in 2010. Um, my dad actually fought in Vietnam. And he he never really told me any stories, but you kind of had a feeling about it. And when he came back from Vietnam, of course, this is before I was born, and I think this is right before he, you know, met my mom and stuff. There was a lot of stuff over there, and it messed. Not only him, but it missed a lot of those veterans that were in Vietnam. Uh, and unfortunately, my dad ended up for a while on drugs because of that, you know, fighting over there. And he was on it for a while. I mean, thank goodness he got off of it. But what Shell was saying is true when it comes to our veterans. I mean, especially when they go and fight, whether it was in Vietnam, whether it was World War Two, whether it was Korea, you know, now recently, whether it's, you know, there's still troops over there in Iraq and Afghanistan, or, you know, I had a 
you know, classmate that actually fought over there in Afghanistan. You know, I think as Americans, we think we know what they're going through, but you can't imagine. I mean, I can't imagine. Mm -mm. I mean, you're sitting up here and you're fighting over in a country that a few years before you got over there, something you might not ever heard of. And I mean, you're fighting in a country that is absolutely miles and miles away from your house and your home where you grew up in. And I know there has to be fear of when you fight over there, could this be the last time you ever, you know, breathe or walk? Or I know for for these soldiers, I know it scares them that they don't know if they're ever coming home. And I believe, you know, they like I said, they see stuff, they see death, and they see, you know, limbs and you know, broken bones and bodies and stuff. And when they get back. Sometimes this country, what great as America is, I love America. Sometimes we treat them. I've always said this. Sometimes this country would rather treat a dog better than it treats a dog. As crazy as that sounds, I'm That's serious. Terrible. No, I mean, I know, I know what you mean. I do. Mm. I mean, seriously. I mean, here it is. Everybody okay. remember you get Michael Vick. With his little stuff. Mm-hmm. There's people wanting to sit up there and damn near give the death penalty because he strung up some dogs. But you understand, mm-hmm. I love dogs myself. He shouldn't have done it, but I'm not sitting up there going out of my way. But, you know, I mean, there's some people talking about him the death penalty. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. But we sit up there and we see veterans, some of them don't have their legs. Some of them don't have their arms. I mean, there's a couple of them that probably, you know, missing both of them. Legs and yeah, my, I mean, that's the Yeah, I was going to chime yeah, in real quick. I mentioned my friend yeah. Louise had, had lost his leg prior about, mm, I think, less than a year before his death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like we don't you know, we don't, what's the word, treat them like we should, you know. Exactly. Them, they should, I mean, know, they're the like, American heroes, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, you forget know, the superhero yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah, that's American hero. And I think what happens is sometimes with society, when it comes to our veterans and it comes to the people in the armed service, we want to, Say something when either A, it's a holiday like the 4th, Veterans Day, or Memorial Day, which I understand. I get that. Mm-hmm. That's their day. Or when somebody does something to a supposed national hero, like what happened with Chris Kyle. You know, it's like we want to say something when something happens or when it's a holiday, but any other day, you know, 
Yeah, it should be yeah, every so. day. And I, and I have to remind myself of that as well, honestly. Like, my friend Louisa that passed away, you know, the veteran, he was a captain in the Army. He was an advocate. And one of the, the first things that he told me when we first met that struck me, he said, Shell, and I'll tell you, tell anyone this. He was like, Shell, when you, when you meet a veteran, military or veteran, thank you. Do more. Either give them a hug, offer your phone number or your email address, something. Give them, give them the option of like continuous contact. Don't just, don't just say thanks and go. It's not enough. It's just not enough. Yeah. And I mean, it isn't. And you know, the crazy thing is maybe some of us, and hell, I'm even first to saying I'm kind of guilty of it. Maybe sometimes we take it for granted. You know, mm-hmm. we take our soldiers for granted. And, you know, we know, we, it's kind of like, what's the word? We know what they're doing for us. And I think deep down as Americans, we are so glad for what they do. Because they make it to where we have the freedom to either say what we want or do what we want. We have the freedom to be as Americans because they defend this country. You know what I mean, they defend us from everybody. You know? Which is amazing you think about. Think about all the protests, whether they agree or not. They, I mean, they're still serving. They're still protecting. That, to me, is amazing. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, when my dad passed, I'll be honest with you, right after he passed, I think that's when the actual holiday, as crazy as it sounds, meant more, you know. No, I relate. I, mean, I get that. I felt like yeah. that when my birthday died, too. Like, it meant yeah. more. Sad, but yeah, true. I mean, yeah. I thought, you know, when you were a little kid, you know, the 4th of July is, oh, we're going to eat barbecue and pot pie crackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a kid. That's what you know, it's a brain in your mind. Oh, we're just going to eat barbecue or eat hamburgers, or some people are going to go to the lake. And then later on, we're going to watch fireworks, or we're going to go somewhere out in the country and shoot firecrackers. Or, you know, some of us kids don't even know what the heck Veterans Day is as a kid. You know, it's like, oh, it's just another holiday, I guess. Or Memorial Day is just another day to barbecue or... It's just another day where we were out of school. But I think the older you get, especially when you lose someone, I think it does start to mean more. Mm-hmm. You know, you start to appreciate what they went through. Like I said, people think coming back from Afghanistan and Iraq, the soldiers that come back from the day was something. I mean, it was like a horror show when my dad came back. Really? I mean, he could tell you, you know, half of the people that was over there was on drugs. Mm -hmm. You know, he had never did a hard drug in his life until he came from over there. I believe that, yeah. I mean, seriously, he didn't, he he smoked, but he Mm -hmm. never got on heroin until he was over there because, you know, the pain and your bored and all that stuff. But, I mean, man, for what I read, and I might be wrong, but, you know, when they came back from Vietnam, they weren't treated in the best way, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And imagine what they had to go through. Mm-mm. And, and then you, you look, you know, 
it's just like I said, sometimes, you know, we treat animals better than we treat not only veterans, but heck, how we treat humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll lose our mind if you hurt Ruffy, but mm-hmm. you know, it hurt Prescott, but. Right. But if it's something, you know, a kid, a veteran, a human, you know, mm. we, I don't know if we take it for granted, but we don't have as much intensity. Well, you know, I mean, the fourth is, you know, holiday, you know, celebrated because of the staff that, you know, we wouldn't have an independence, we still be in the British rule. Yeah, yes, it's a day to pop firecrackers, but it's also, like you said, to say thank you to a veteran. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was going to tell you an interesting story. Um, my dad told me, you know, he was in the Marine Corps. Your dad was Army, right? Yes. Okay, and my first dad was um, Marine Corps. And um, he told me this story. He would tell me military stories. Not He didn't really talk about it much until, like, about the last year or so before he died, he, I guess, started opening up more about military days. And the story he told me, the one that, well, a couple of them that caught my attention, he was a little older, um, you know, so he, he was like, like he was 21, so he was older. So like when it was time, I guess, to, to do the duties or whatever, he could um, serve alcohol. <laughs> they would put him in charge of that and stuff. I thought that was really interesting. Like he was serving alcohol to the higher authorities, you know, what have you. And um, th- that was just a side note story. But what really caught my attention, what freaked me out <laughs> one time, he told me this story about how they lined them up. They lined up his unit, basically, and they just counted. One, two, one, two, every other. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. And they're, they didn't know why. They didn't know what was going on. And they're like, okay, all the ones, over here. All the twos, over here. Okay, all the ones, you go to Vietnam. All the twos, you get to stay. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is some crazy. That's <laughs> Could you imagine? I, I can't imagine that. You know, I can't either. That's basically you go in, you're going to get to stay with your family, and mm-hmm. you're the ones over there. You might Gambling with numbers. Me. Yeah. All the ones, you go. Vietnam, all the twos, you get to stay. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And he and oh, and and he was stationed in Hawaii, nonetheless. Who wants to leave Hawaii? <laughs> uh, you, you know, you get to fight in a land that you don't know about, fight people who actually don't want you over there. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and it is it's scary. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's a crazy story, right there. Crazy. I know. I don't know if I ever told you that, but yeah, that's pretty crazy. No, you, no, you never did. So. Yeah. So, um, let me just uh, take a moment to remind y'all if you want to call into the switchboard, <laughs> we're still here. You can still call in. Brian, I'll keep talking in the meantime. And actually, I may play a song just to kind of jazz it up a little. But uh, let me find that switchboard phone number again. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> cracking myself up having to find this phone number tonight. Ah, I don't know why they don't put it on the screen. So I'm on the switchboard without the phone number in front of me where it normally would be. Uh, I guess things change after three-year hiatus. Okay, so here we go. Switchboard phone number. 
that I really need to memorize. If you'd like to call in and say a message of thanks to the military and veterans, or if you yourself are a military or veteran, or even a family, loved one of one, we'd love to hear from each and every one of you. So that phone number here is 323-642-1556. Again, that number is 323-642-1556. I'm going to play a song, and when we come back, I'm going to ask Jumanji an, an idea about uh, Hold This Thought, Jabari, Jumanji. When we come back, uh, don't answer yet, but just think about this okay. idea. I heard that it might be possible for me to volunteer and teach crocheting at the VA hospital. Think about that. All right, don't answer okay. yet. <laughs> so okay. food for thought there. And in the meantime, since uh, we hope you'll stay a while, I guess we'll play Stay a While by Bean. Look up her music, beanmusic.com, also known as Noelle Bean. And this is a beautiful song called Stay a While by her. Enjoy.
All right. So, again, that was uh, Stay Wild by Bean. So, Jumanji, what do you think about that idea about <laughs> teaching, like, crochet knit, you know, crochet uh, knitting lessons, like, to veterans? That sounds like a pretty good idea. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they want to learn about knitting, that would sound like a bad idea. So. Yeah, I was really impressed to, to see so many um, programs, like volunteer programs. Like, I definitely want to encourage each and every one of you um, a couple of ways. Um, of course, with Louise, I definitely want to mention I, I learned the value of, of service dogs helping veterans. Not every veteran needs one, of course, but there are many that can benefit from having a service dog or already do. Um, the, the story behind that is my friend Louise, he met Senator Al Franken and, and um, met uh, Tuesday, his service dog, and convinced Senator Al Franken to pass that as the first piece of legislation. So Senator Al Franken's first bill he passed basically was legislation help, uh, passed that helped veterans be assisted getting service dogs. It's a pretty, pretty interesting story. Uh, look up until Tuesday. Um, Louise Montalvon is the author name. But, uh, but I want to mention that, you know, a couple ways to volunteer and help definitely um, – have made a lot of friends because of Louise and, and learned a lot about service dogs and animals in general, helping people in general with disabilities as well, of course, more specifically military veterans. Um, so I've learned a lot about different organizations. Uh, of course, ECAD, ECAD, look that one up in the New York area. That's the one that, that Tuesday came from, Louise's dog. And there's, uh, I believe, Patriot Paws. I went and visited them, volunteered time with them a, a while back, a few years ago uh, in Rockwall, Texas. There's just tons, uh, but not only that, you know, that's just, just one option. There's tons more, like I learned. You know, I think the way I, I kind of live life is take the skills you're given, you know, your talents, your skills, and find a way to give back, whether that's, you know, like my passion in doing stamp comedy for a charity event, you know, help raise money, what have you, or crocheting, knitting, selling, donating part of the proceeds or all the proceeds or, or teaching classes, just, just a couple examples there. But what have you, we all, I think, have, um, I know I'm preaching here, but I do, I really feel passionate about this. I think we all have gifts and talents. Sometimes it takes us longer, like me, it took me longer than others to realize what mine were, but finally figured it out, and nice to, to find ways to give back. And so with our military and veterans, I think it's really important to, to you know, find a way to, to give back and not just say thank you, but do a bit more as well. And um so, you know, come up with ideas, look online. There's tons of stuff. Start with just looking up your local VA hospital, and you'll see there's tons of programs you can do, plus more. You know, that's just a way to start that idea. Um, the other thought I had, oh, oh, I just wanted to share this because I think this is interesting. A side note here, um, a couple of things. I worked for a military broker the first couple of years out of college, and it really was my kind of first, like, eye-opener to – you know, not just civilian life because, you know, I'm based, I'm not military myself. I, I, you know, I mean, my birth dad was a veteran, but I didn't grow up with him. You know, I was reunited with him, had a relationship with him. So I didn't know, you know, I wasn't, I, I guess, oh, I guess you can say I wasn't, well, was I a brat or not? I guess I wouldn't be a brat because I didn't, I wasn't raised by him. <laughs> I learned that lingo the other day. My friend taught me that lingo that a brat means like child of a, uh, you know, it's a military term, like child of a, Military, like your parent, you have a parent that's military. Uh-huh. Call me brat. Like yeah, brat. like yeah, yeah, call him a brat. Uh-huh. But um, oh. but anyway, I'm not sure why I brought that up. Now I forgot. I got off on a tangent. Oh dear. Oh, um, so 
I was talking about the military broker. So what I would do, it was really interesting. I got to do a little bit of business travel and um, military broker basically is I mostly helped with a couple of like a tire account and master's account. But basically we had different accounts, different vendors that we kind of like a grocery store, but they call it like exchange military exchanges, like on the, on the base. And so I got to visit some of the bases, the exchanges. It was really kind of interesting, you know, to see their lifestyle and, and travel like Fort Hood and then here locally. And I would go to um, APHIS headquarters a lot, which is basically uh, Army and Air Force to combine the, their exchange service, like their headquarters for all their exchanges, which is here locally where I live. So um, uh, <laughs> I had a point. I had a point. Where was I going with this? Um, I was talking about, oh, so the funny thing is even now I'm, I'm, I can't always pinpoint like, like if I'm on my regular work calls, which aren't, aren't veteran or, or, you know, aren't military related now, it's a different type job I do these days and I felt, but if I am on a call, I was telling my friend, that's kind of funny. The way I know is I can sometimes distinguish whether I'm talking to like a military veteran or not is when they spell out, like say spell out the email or name and they say like S for Sierra, T for Tango, because I learned, you know, they call it like the, what do they call it? The alpha. Like when you spell out, you know, a word, a name and you, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm C for Shell, but that, you know, they have their own. I don't know if you know that, Jabari. You know the, the alpha, right? The alphabet, the alpha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, so that's the only really the way I, I can tell by phone usually is if, <laughs> you know, but anyway, but it was amazing when I worked for the military broker, I, I learned so much. I, I'm sure I could learn even more, you know, there's tons more always to learn, but I loved it. I loved it because it was worldwide. It was all exchanges worldwide, all bases, um, you know, not just America. I got international calls every day. I learned so much and so much more respect for, uh, I know Jabari, I promised him I wouldn't make him go past the second hour. So I have to keep my word, even though I'm really nervous to be on this on my own, Jumanji, but I would like to give you a moment to say whatever you'd like before you go. (laughs) Actually doing good. Oh, thanks. You're you're actually doing good. I think the more you start getting your hang on (laughs) you're going to be good. You're doing good. Uh, What is your topic going to be next hour? The same. I just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's why I keep it relevant all the same. Um, because, I mean, I, I thought about doing Canada Day the second hour, y'all, because I do work for a company headquartered in Canada. It's kind of ironic, I know. But I have coworkers and bosses in, in both in the States and the U.S. and Canada. And Canada Day was just yesterday. But I decided I'm not Canadian, with all due respect. I need to honor my country, good old America. So, <laughs> great USA. So, I decided to just keep it straight. Patriotic July 4th Independence Day, military veterans like patriotic, you know, USA all the way. I love you Canadians, but I got to celebrate my own uh-huh. holiday here. <laughs> so I was going to get into um, just kind of like talking a little bit further about the different branches of military, you know, since I work for military broker and just kind of what they do, you know, the Army, the Coast Guard, Marine Corps, Air Force, you know, and such. So Navy. So that that was my next plan, but I I appreciate you giving me that encouragement. But what I meant was, if you'd like to give some last thoughts, you know, or thanks to the military and veterans. <laughs> okay, first of all, see all the veterans out there that's listening, and to the ones that out there, happy early Fourth of July, happy early Independence Day, 
thank you so, so much for what you do for our country. I know we don't say it a lot. I know we don't, you know, show it a lot. But as far as the country, we are very grateful for what you do, for what you have done for this country, for all of the veterans from here in the past. Thank you. Um, to all of them in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, Navy SEALs, you know, or even ROTC, thank you very much. Um, you know, like I said, happy early 4th, and just keep doing what you're doing. And that's about the only answer I have. So. That's very nice, Jumanji. Well said, well said. Well, thank you from the bottom of my heart for co-hosting at least the first hour with me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I know it's been three oh. years, and you didn't want to do oh. a whole two hours, so I appreciate the one hour <laughs> to help oh, me ease yeah. into it. And I'll be on the own, my own now for the last hour, but that's okay because oh, I'll be oh. all right. I'll stop that because the first two hours. You gotta leave your friend out in the cold for the last hour, but I forgive you. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm good. I'm good. I'm a grown woman, like the Beyonce song. I love that Beyonce song. I can do whatever I want. I'm a grown woman. All right. What happened? What? Here's what happened. See, yesterday she had asked me. She said, "Jamari, you do two hours with." Oh, no, no. Let's back up for a minute. Let's tell them what really happened initially. Let's tell them. Let me tell y'all something. This is really funny. Have you ever sent a message to a friend and you call them later for follow-up? Okay, I sound like a work here, like follow-up. I hear a work term. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell because I think it's hilarious. No, no, you're not getting away with this one because it's too funny. It's too funny because you know we've all done it. We've all done it. Um, Even me, okay? We've all done it guilty too so so i send this message to jabari on facebook hey i'm really thinking about finally you know trying to host a show again it would be I think it'd be great to do like a patriotic episode you know we used to do the military veterans tributes around the patriotic holidays in the past let's let's try it again what do you think i wait a little while and uh i call him for follow-up <laughs> and he's like hey he answers the phone. Hey, I don't know why you always answer the phone. Hey, and I'm like, hey, we, we do this weird thing on the phone. Anyway, instead of hello, hey, and then I'm like, hey, Jumanji, what'd you think about my message? <laughs> and Jabari's like, I hadn't seen it yet. And I said, yes, you did. I saw the timestamp on it. You saw it at blah, blah, blah time. <laughs> and Jabari started laughing. So it was a dead giveaway. I thought you were going to be like, Oh, well, I, I saw it, but I haven't had a chance to read it. But no, mm-mm. you were like, oh, I, I haven't seen it yet. And then I'm like, yes, you did. And then when you started laughing, I knew you'd read it. And I was like, yeah, he's trying to get out of this one. He doesn't want to help co-host, y'all. All right, <laughs> but here we are. Happened. It all worked out. Okay, here's what happened. At first, he's like, well, I want you to help those two hours. And <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I said, okay, what are you going to talk about? Well, the first hour... I'm going to talk about July the 4th. In the second hour, I'm going to talk about Canada Day. <laughs> and, and I'm sitting up here, and I'm like. Oh, no, no, no. I'm so sad. He was, was like, you want to, you know, talk about Canada? I said, what the hell is Canada Day? I've heard of it, but I don't 
Well, I told about. you, I have coworkers and bosses. I mean, I, I call you Canada know. and the U.S. every day for work. So I do think about Canada That's also, true. in all fairness. <laughs> but you did well, say I you knew a couple of Canadians. I do know a couple of Canadians down from college, and <laughs> I don't have any problem with it. It's just I literally don't know what Canada Day is, to be honest with you. Well, let's and say this then. So now you can stay on the second hour because I decided to stick with good old USA. So you can just stick around if you want. You're more than welcome. Uh, I might stick a few minutes. Well, I'm getting nah. <laughs> I just had to tease I you. Said, I said I might stick a few minutes. So. Okay. But, yeah, she's like, don't talk about Canada today. And I'm like, I don't know. You're like, Canada what? <laughs> and like, and I'm You're like, laughing. And I told her, and I said, you don't know nothing about Canada. Today. Well, I talk about something, and I said, shell, all the stuff that's going on out here. Well, I was like, what, of all the stuff that's going on out here, I mean, there's a bunch Oh, of my stuff goodness, this is not going right. I'm so embarrassed. Oh, there's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, yes, there's the 4th of July, but. You can choose a lot of stuff. Now, look, I'm not the most political person out there. Oh, no. You know, I'm not, you know, people say, oh, you're a Democrat or Republican. I've always been an American. Neither. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an American. I'm not. That's right. You, Although you and I do I agree a lot on politics, I'll give you that. We do both can't so stand you know who. Yeah, well, here's the best way I describe my politics. I guess I'm conservative about money, but mm-hmm. I'm liberal about everything else, if that makes any sense. Oh, interesting. I, mean, I haven't heard that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe everybody should, you know, if everybody should work hard for their money. Sure, if, sure. If, everybody, if everybody's given an equal opportunity, you should work for it. Mm-hmm. But I do believe, A, you don't have a, you know, you have a right to tell a woman what she can and can't do it in a body. Granted, I've always said this, you know, well, you know, if you want to say an abortion, look, nobody in the country likes it. Heck, even the person that's doing it doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. They just feel like they have to do it because they're like caught in a rut or something like that. But don't right. nobody want to I mean, the person that's getting it could get could stop, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that and... You know, with same-sex marriages, you can marry who the hell you want to. I don't care. You know? That's right. That's Equal rights for lo- all. Love conquers all, I always say. That's right. Yeah, and, and as far as guns, if you're responsible. Oh, good. You know, I'm responsible. I'm thinking about, yeah, I, mean, I want one. I really No, I'm being I very think, serious. I have seriously thought about this. And everyone's trying to talk yeah, me out of it. But I'm being very serious about it. I mean, if you're responsible, I believe there should be. I don't think anybody on the damn planet should have a gun. Yeah, that's why I haven't there. done it because I would. I mean, I, I got to think long and hard. I'm not going to just like do it. Yeah, I mean, everybody. It's kind of like driver's license. Everybody shouldn't be behind the wheel of a car. Trust me. Right. Driver's license they ain't got no business behind the wheel of a car. Well, if you if you say if you ask average person. Can everybody have a driver's license? The first thing they're going to say is no. Everybody shouldn't be behind a car because, you know, you got to be responsible. You get in the car, you can kill somebody. Mm-hmm. 
Correct. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like that, in my opinion, with guns. Everybody shouldn't go around walking around with a gun because you've got people who do not have what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? You got a lot of quick-tempered people, put it to you like that. So that's my belief. You know, everybody has their own belief. I'm not going to push mine on people. That's why I'm kind of like not the biggest political person. You get, you know. I relate, yeah. Yeah, and Friday, and I'm going to ask you a question, Shell. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Friday. Uh I believe it was Thursday, Friday, whatever it was. It was National Social Media Day. It was what? National Social Media Day. National Social Media Day was the other day. Okay, go ahead. Okay. In your opinion, do you you think social media has has made us better or has made us worse? Um, you know what I'm going to say to that I think pretty much everyone but Dawn has gotten better thanks to social media but Dawn is you know who <laughs> who I will not call a president sorry but no um, I should yeah. say sorry because I don't apologize for that I think he's the only one that really it's worse so much worse. Like, take it away from him. Please, Lord, please. <laughs> That's how I really feel. But I mean, I mean, in general perspective, like overview, it's like anything else. There's good and bad. You know, like Kim Kardashian, look what happened with the robbery. They're following her all that time, you know, for years, social media. You know, you have to be so wary, so careful. At the same time, social media has helped so many I know myself that I know so many fellow adoptees who have found their birth families been reunited. You know, social media has brought us closer. I know Facebook itself, the, uh, what is his name? Uh, what is his name? The oh, founder of Facebook. They were interviewing him on like CNN the other day. I think it was CNN. Zuckerberg. Yeah. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, right? Mark. Yeah. They're, I don't know if you heard, but they started a new campaign. They're doing this whole new campaign because they feel like since elections and all, uh, which I kind of agree with this, that the country has been more divided than ever with politics and all. And so they decide since Facebook, social media, Facebook's a big one, um, he decided that he should do a campaign to try to bring the country closer, you know, or really the world, not just just USA, but the world. And so yeah. they've started doing this whole campaign with groups like Common Ground. I mean, you, you already see Common Ground things on Facebook, but he said, you know, which I noticed a couple of changes already, but you're going to notice even more changes like if you, if you notice a little video you'll get a little video now on your profile where it'll say like you know thanks for the love and it's a little video and it and it puts like like say i think i've had 2656 love buttons i've clicked on people's profiles or whatever in the last year or so whatever but i think that's part of the campaign i really do because he did the interview and then all of a sudden i see these videos i think that's just step one he said there's gonna be more steps you'll see coming where they're trying to do a social media campaign through Facebook to unite us better, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. That's a good answer. Mine is... I cannot put this. 
there's parts of it it has made us better, but there's parts of it that's made us worse. Like with Twitter, what's the word? With Twitter, I think you just say what's the first thing coming to your mind. Like, if you ever notice how many times celebrities and people have to, they say something they have no business saying, and then they delete it. Delete it, and then someone has a snapshot of the tweet they posted, so it's already out there in the internet world. (laughs) Yeah. I just think at some point, while it is good, I think you just got to be responsible for it. I mean, I see it on Facebook where people have said something about somebody this, somebody that, and I mean, you know, Mm. It started a bunch of mess. Mm, so I too much drama. Of, yeah, I think with society, it's gotten a little worse because everybody, you know, uptight, going to age, and blessedly people trying to say how I guess they really feel. And, you know, I'm Black Zuckerberg, and yes, I know with Mo, you know who, just kind of gotten on Twitter, and, oh. you know. He's not going to apologize for what he said. He's like, you know, I'm not going to apologize. No, he no, he won't. He's crazy. There was an article. Did you see the article? Um, trying to find it now. There was an article the other day that answered a lot of questions. I've been wondering this whole time. Okay, you know, why is he why is he on this personal Twitter account? Why is this even happening? This just doesn't seem right to me at all. Like you're a professional, you're a president, you should just stick with the POTUS account. You know, let your PR people do the job because you you're not handling it right. And he, and then you have all these Twitter rants like a child on, you know, on the real Donald Trump Twitter or whatever the name is. And um, anyway, there's oh, let me see if I can find it. There's this article about it about why Twitter won't remove his his personal account. Cause I'm like, why is this still happening? Why isn't it deleted? It drives me crazy. And I think it was more bottom line, like freedom of speech basically was the answer, but still it's just so crazy. Like I keep saying every day, I think a lot, a lot of people that agree with me keep saying the same thing. We keep saying kind of the same thought of, Oh my goodness, each day it's getting worse and worse and worse. When, when will this stop? You know, it's gotten so out of hand. It's so scary. Like when will this be put to a halt? Yeah, this is true. There was somebody, I don't know if it was one of my Facebook friends or in general, there's some people thinking he might, you know, I think it was one of my friends mm-hmm. on Facebook saying he might have dementia. I mean, if you ever listen to him, I, I can mean, see that. He, I mean, some of the rants he's on, that's not the same person. I yeah. Mean, I mean, you know how many people have gotten ripped by CNN. I mean, everybody that's famous or, you know, political has had to run it with CNN, but not like that. Oh, no. I mean, I'm a freelance journalist. You know, I majored in journalism and public relations in college, and I mean, I I still, you know, talk to, like, we have, like, a PR UNT group on Facebook and such and talk to them, and we all agree, like, never seen any, I mean, this is definitely making history, sadly. It's not for the better, but it's never seen anything like it. I mean, ever. And maybe he is sick. You never know. You know, he could be sick because, look, I, you know, everybody knows our president. He kind of has a little bit of a temper on him. A little bit? But, I mean, well, yeah, he's being so kind. I mean, I mean, funny, yeah, I mean, we're kind, but 
some of the stuff he says, you wonder if he does have a little bit of. No, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I mean, because, because how can it be? I guess in my mind, I'm thinking, how could he be sane? How could someone in their right mind be so crazy? <laughs> if that makes any sense, the way I worded that, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, wow. And it could be, and don't nobody know. We'll see what happens, you know. But, you know, I think some of his followers need to tell him to stay the heck off of it. Say it again? I'm I think some of his cabinet members or somebody say, hey, stay off the thing, you know. Oh, uh-huh. And we'll see. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm, I don't know why I have these weird thoughts. I just do. They just come to me. But, like, we're talking about social media and talking about, you know, Donald's, like, rants on Twitter and then I'm thinking you know if he wants to like have an outlet he's so childish maybe he should just be on Snapchat and do those like silly videos you know and just yeah. avoid being mean and ranting and I don't know I don't know I'm just thinking you know because it's like there's Twitter and Facebook and uh, Snapchat and Instagram I mean and YouTube I still love YouTube I don't know if people still go to YouTube I do <laughs> I've never been to one of those like YouTube conventions or whatever you know I know there's YouTube celebrities or whatever but I still watch music videos mostly but I still do watch YouTube but anyway but I'm I'm just saying there's so many like um mainstream social media sites I think those are some of the main ones still I are there are there is there one or two I haven't mentioned you can think of Snapchat Facebook Twitter Instagram like another social Uh, media site like any of those that I haven't mentioned that you know of let me see Snapchat Instagram Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. Facebook. Uh, I really, I mean, back in the day, it used to be MySpace, but I think they went out. <laughs> Did you say but MySpace? Old school. Old school. That is old school. I but remember I MySpace. Think, I had a dog page for MySpace. I had my own, my own dog. I think, I, had, I think I have one MySpace. Way oh, back. Is MySpace still in existence? Can I, I still MySpace. log in on my old MySpace account? I have no idea. I know I had that MySpace long. That would be amazing. I, I had MySpace long, <gasps> long time. MySpace ago. still exists? I see it. Oh, my goodness me. I need to remember my old password. This is amazing. Really? <laughs> this is so awesome. I oh. want to find my dog's old MySpace page. Oh, yes. This just made my day, y'all. <laughs> Jabari, do you still have your MySpace account? No. I think I had maybe for not too long because I'm not a big social media person. No, you're not. I mean, I have have (laughs) Facebook. I used to have Instagram, which is pretty much, but I don't take a lot of pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I love Instagram. It's quick and easy. (laughs) I I don't take a lot of pictures, so I don't have Instagram. I used to have Snapchat. And I've never really had Twitter because, A, I could care less what some people's opinion is, and I don't think anybody cares what my opinion is. Oh, my goodness. You know? that, 
I can't believe this. I'm on MySpace and I had to tell it I forgot my password and it's emailing me to reset my password. This is so crazy. Oh, look what they've done now. Okay, so what they've done is it says use Facebook, Twitter, or your email to sign in if you don't have a MySpace account yet. So they kind of intertwine Facebook or Twitter. I kind of get that. A lot of them do that now on Instagram and Pinterest. That's the other one. I like Pinterest. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Pinterest. Yeah, Pinterest and is kind of neat. People, yeah, some people have Craigslist. A Craigslist channel. Well, I mean, well, really? I thought that was just something you just got on, like, like you just want to see if something's well, some for sale people, or something. Well, yeah, really? You know, some people have a Craigslist thing. You know, you have to put something on there, I guess. I don't know. I've never... I Wait, are you talking about, like, the personal ads that... <laughs> Well, I've never been, I've never, look, like I said, I'm not the most technical person. I think, okay, you know, I'm not the most technical person. I mean, I have cable, I have, you know, Spectrum. I don't have, what, these Amazon Fire Six in a popular all of a sudden, or I don't yeah, have Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, I do I have mean, Netflix. I, don't have I love Netflix. Netflix. I, I don't think I mean, I'm that tech savvy, but then, but then like I talk to you and I think, well, I guess I have a little bit, you know, like I have Twitter and Instagram and Netflix, but I still don't think I'm that tech savvy. I still consider myself kind of the older generation, old school, <laughs> like I'm Gen X, like we're Gen X, we're not the millennials, you know, <laughs> we're not the yeah, young I ones anymore see. like we used to be in college. <laughs> yeah, I always told I tell my daughter and I said, we had AOL, that was our first story. When all this computer stuff started, I still have college, AOL. We, <laughs> I still have the same we, AOL I, email from <laughs> twenty plus years ago. Oh my god! You didn't I know that? Real, no, I think you mm-hmm. still had it. No joke. Yeah, no. Yeah, I still have it. I never got rid of it. I still have it. That's, you know what? As a matter of fact, that's what I'm about to log in right now to, to get my MySpace <laughs> reset. Mail. I remember we used to have that all the time. You, you ever get the desk mail? Oh, oh I'm you trying not the, to laugh so hard. You ever get the yes. little um, desk? You know, we all, you know, anybody that's our age, they know about the little desk where you had to, you know, that AOL Tom Warner used to send out. And you would put that on your computer, and he's like, you got mail, you know. And that was our thing with North Texas. That was the first time because we had a free email account, which I didn't, I, you know, I used every now and then. And, oh, funny story about our friend, Jen. Yeah. Do not tell her she'll kill me. Okay. She hears. She hears. I won't have just saying, but go ahead. One, yeah, tell us. Tell one us. Day we, one, one day we're in the computer room. Okay. I'm in the computer room, and you know how we go in the computer room at Crumley, and, you know, if some of us were together, we can get a little rally. You know. Oh, no, never. Joke. Yeah, whatever. Well, whatever. <laughs> well, she was emailing her. Husband at the well, it wasn't his husband at the time, but a boyfriend at the time. You know, Sean. Uh huh. And oh. how can I put? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's MySpace talking or singing. Hold on. I, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I just reset my 
my MySpace and some music video automatically came on it. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Oh my, Talk about uh, Jen. Okay. <laughs> this is hilarious. This is awesome. And I happened to look and she's emailing Sean. And how can and I And Sean was military, by the way. He's definitely military veteran. Yeah, Sean He's served a long military. time. Yeah, yeah. And let's just say I look over and it's funny because I can't actually say on your show what I saw. Oh no, don't go there. <laughs> just say something yeah, else. Yeah. How um how can I put this? If anybody knows Jen, Jen's kinda quiet. Well, I would say she's quiet, but <laughs> Let's just say she wasn't as innocent as I thought she was. <laughs> Jumanji, she's going to kill you. Jumanji, she's going to kill yeah. me and you. You're going to get me in trouble yeah, yeah. here. Don't get me yeah, in trouble. There was some stuff came on, and I'm like, Jen, and she kind of Jen, I have nothing to do with this. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say that. She's a, Jen's a sweetheart, and of course, when she sees her, she's going to slap the crap out of the back of my head. So. Do you remember when yeah. we were in college? My favorite sweatshirt. I'm going to kind of switch gears because I feel bad about Jen now. Um, so I'm going to put it on me. Um, you remember that sweatshirt? Uh, I, <laughs> sweatshirt I was, it bad? was it bad? It was girl? so Yes, you remember. You remember badgirl.com. It was, it was a really nice. I got like the dollar store. It was awesome. It was like this really oh, nice, big purple, warm, cozy sweatshirt. It was my favorite sweatshirt. It was cold. You know, we went to UNT, University of North Texas. Didn't got cold near Oklahoma. Get you know, hour away. So it would get cold a lot. It snowed and everything. So I loved the sweatshirt. I mean, really, a dollar, really. I mean, can't beat that. In college kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so at the time, you know, it was like the internet was really first coming around for us. You know, in school and all. Like I said, we're old school, so this is, you know, back when we were in college is when the internet was discovered pretty much. And so when people started learning about it. So so I got the sweatshirt and thought, oh, it's so cozy and comfortable, and I'm going to look so cute. And so it said www.badgirl.com. And one day we're in the computer room in the dorm, and Jabari's like looking at my sweatshirt. And then all of a sudden I look at his computer, and he goes to the website. I didn't know it was a real website. And what did you see? You probably can't say, but, you know. Um, I got hit on so much when I wore that sweatshirt, by the way. I would take the bus across town, and every second time. Yeah, I remember that guy yeah. would be like, oh, is that your website? Oh, I'm going to look you up later. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. So I started turning yeah. the uh, – I don't know if you know this. I started turning the sweatshirt inside out wearing it. Yeah, <laughs> and I typed in – I said, you know, I'm like, what if that – you know, let's see if that really is a real website. Let's you see know. if it is now for fun. Uh, yeah, Probably and, is. Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm not. You have to be 18 or older. Uh, Goodbye. Exit. (laughs) It's real. It's still there. Well, someone owns it. It's sure. sure. Is that what it happened before? Oh, yeah, it's it's there. Oh, yeah, it's really there. Oh, oh, exit. Don't click I agree because I don't want to get into that mess. I don't want to. I don't want to go there. But, Jabari, you have something to do later now. (laughs) 
Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. She's like, <sighs> oh. How did we get off it so is- much? We got off on track. I apologize. But that's, that's well, you know, that's the talk show motto where there's always variety in life. Cause you, I mean, when I was hosting before I took my three-year hiatus, basically what happened on Sunday nights, I would, any topic, whatever the topic was, military, veterans, tribute, current events, interviews, what what have you, not interviews, but like general, you know, like open mic night, um, you know, music, yeah. comedy, what, what have you, poetry, whatever topics I did, for some reason, towards the end, the last few months, People would call in, and all we'd end up talking about was Walking Dead. And I don't even watch Walking Dead, but everyone else was watching Walking Dead on Sunday nights, which will probably happen yeah. again in the fall now I think about it. Whenever the show starts back up, everyone's going to call in Sunday nights when the show ends and be like, they always call it the last hour. Oh, my goodness, did you watch Walking Dead? No. And they told me all out. about it. I'm like, I don't even have to watch the show because you all just told me all about I knew it happened every episode because everyone yeah. would call in and talk about it. I'm not a, I'm not a big Walking Dead fan, and you know, Me that's neither. a good thing. With, you know, that's a good thing with Shell Show. Every now and then, you get a little off the track, but sometimes you need to. Because that's true. That's true. I mean, that is. I mean, people always ask, "What's your talk show about?" And it's so funny because I mean, I'm being honest. I'm like, I always, I always said, I never wanted to be limited. I always want to be limitless. I, that was one thing when I started it. And I don't know if you know the. Um, what, I kind of mentioned this before, but the irony, the irony behind the hiatus is that. What started the show in the first place was both my parents died, you know, in 2008. And I was inspired by Ross Matthews, you know, how he called in because he was like my, I call him my talk show mentor. I love Ross so much. Shout out to Ross. And, uh, and uh, this is kind of sad, bittersweet, but his, his dog, Louise, the dog that looks a lot like my dog, Prescott, uh, she's a female dog, Louise. Uh, she passed away. He announced on Twitter today. I'm so so sad about that. Yeah. My dog's always had a crush on her. Like he he'll watch he'll sit and watch videos of Louise uh, Ross and his dog Louise all the time. So anyway, I'm very sad about that. So I definitely want to shout out to Ross and tell you my thoughts and prayers with you and, and your partner Sal and all your your family. So I just oh you know my dog's my only kid. But um but anyway, so what happened was uh, 2008. Yeah, 2008. My my parents died. And I had, you know, always been inspired by Ross Matthews, like live life to the fullest. And he was doing his own podcast on, on this site, blogtalkradio.com. And I just thought, what the heck? I just thought I was, you know, how I went through that, you know, the six months, I always say I, I lost six family members, six months, that whole mess where I was at either visiting a, a loved one in the hospital, a, nurse, uh, sorry, a hospital cemetery funeral home. That's all I was doing for six months, pretty much, while I had the two broken arms. And it just got so depressing. So my mom died last. She died September last. And I always always felt like I was one of those people where they say don't judge a book by its cover because I went to the state fair the day after my mom's funeral. And people were like, oh, my gosh, she doesn't care. I was like, no, I was devastated. Like, I loved my mother dearly, loved both my parents. Like, it was horrible. But when you spend six months. I mean, it's depression. You know, you spend six months, all you're doing is visiting six family members that die. You know, <laughs> you know, you're, all your time is yeah. at a hospital, funeral home, cemetery, back to back. I mean, six funerals is a lot in six months. That's just including your own, both your parents that raised you. So when my mom yeah. died, after she died, I, I, I just was like, you know what? The next day I, I woke up, I was like, you know what? I'm going to State Fair. It was opening weekend, and I just wanted to feel alive again, and I got inspired. And I remembered Ross on this 
talk, doing this talk show on this website. And I was like, you know what, Shell, you got to take charge of your life and do something to make you happy, something to give you a reason to just look forward to each day, each week. So I set up, and that's why I started Sunday nights, 8 o'clock, <laughs> Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life because I didn't want to be limited, want to be limitless on the topics. And um, so anyway, that's how it started. And that's why, that's why I always say it's kind of ironic because the deaths is what inspired me to even start the talk show. And then ironically, I guess because I've been through so much and then, you know, happening again more recently, you know, when, when my birth dad died and my birth mom had cancer again, it just put me into kind of that funk where I was like, you know what, I need a break. I just, you know, and then the unit in Afghanistan, I was just, I was just so heartbroken you know, and a lot of them died. And then my friend Louise died and I was just like, I need a break. I need a break. But honestly, I've missed, I missed this. Like, I don't know if you missed it. <laughs> you didn't always co-host. You co-hosted a lot, but not always. But I, I don't know if you remember, but like I've met and made so many friends, like lifelong friends. I've traveled. I've yeah. met, you know, people from all over the U.S., some around the world. I've done interviews with so many awesome diverse talented people I've made friends for life you know it, it's just been a really awesome journey and I, I really have missed that I miss the, the people <laughs> calling in which I'm sad they're not calling in but it's probably because I haven't hosted this show in like three years so they probably don't realize what's happening I'm probably confused on the post yeah. like what's well, coffee talk with Shell? I don't remember it's been three years so just give them time and you know Get in the flow, and then you'll come back, and then he'll interview, you know, Ross maybe, and Omar, and Glenda, and who's their sister? I didn't even know. Oh, I love Donna. Donna, shout out to Donna. She's a veteran. I love Donna. Donna and her sister Glenda. You talk to Glenda a lot. These are my friends from South Carolina that I got to see that summer. I love them. I interviewed and, and hung out with. I love them so much. Well, I didn't know they were sisters, but Well, Glenn, no, Miss Gloria is Glenda and Donna's mom. You talked mostly to Miss Gloria, the mom, and Glenda, the daughter, and the Glenda's sister. Well, about Donna is the Glenda other daughter. Yeah, I didn't what? know Glenda and Donna. I didn't know Glenda and Donna were sisters. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're sisters. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, even though they don't look like one kind of gothy, as I don't know what. And, the that's other Glenda. One's, yeah, that's, the other one's, I guess, normal. Looking, oh, I guess, I don't they're know. both normal. <laughs> In all honesty, who's normal anyway? Normal's so boring. I don't want to be normal, truthfully. Well, I don't. I well, like being of, unique. <laughs> well, how about one of them's goth and one of them's not? How's that? There you go. <laughs> one's goth, one's not. Perfect. Yeah. That's pretty so. true. Oops. And they, Mason, you said in South Carolina. They ever gonna come visit you one day? I tried to tell them to take Mega Bus. I still wish they would come visit. I mean, I've always told them they're always welcome. I wish they would. I miss them so much. Uh, all right. Well, anything else you want to talk about? I guess you didn't con me in yeah. the last 20 minutes, so. Okay, great. I have plenty to talk about. I had a couple of other side thoughts. Okay, so the other two thoughts, um, well, a couple of things. Let's just remind everyone in case anyone is actually listening. A lot of times people don't, don't listen until they go back, especially since it's been a while. They may listen in the podcast archive later, which you all can do, by the way. But if anyone's actually tuning in live and wants to call in and say hi, there's still 24 minutes and 25 seconds to go. 
You can call in. Let me look up the switchboard phone number once again. You can call in here, area code 323-642-1556. Don't let the area code throw you off. I am texting if you can't tell from my accent. But uh, that area code just happens to be what Blog Talk Radio is set up for me, which is Los Angeles. But I am in Texas, which you can probably tell, even though I am citified. I am not countryfied. What? Yeah, really? Did I sound yeah, Texan? Yeah, when you said that, it was like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to have to listen back to that. Really? That was kind of funny. Yeah, okay, that, that is fun. funny. I believe you. I be- I'll just take your word for it. I don't really want to hear myself talk. Okay, so um, so again, if you'd like to call in, we I know we've been talking about this and that, but in all seriousness, we really, really do appreciate our military and veterans. It is July 4th Independence Day. Uh, you know, like Jabari and I were saying earlier, you know, it's I think it's best to not just give thanks just today or a holiday, but every single day. And, you know, we also encourage you, if you do meet military member or veteran, to not just say thank you, but do more. You know, pay breakfast, give them your email address or your phone number. Give them a chance to connect with you. Well, you know, you'll, you'll be shocked how much that can help someone in the long run. Really anyone, I think, in general that can help. But we're talking more specifically about military and veterans right now. And, you know, there are American heroes, and I think we should do so much more for them. And, um so if you'd like to call in and say a message of thanks for our military and veterans, please call in. The phone number again is 323-642-1556. Or if you yourself are a military or veteran or a loved one of them, please feel free to call in as well so we can say thank you to all of you. And in the meantime, um, a couple of side thoughts I had here with Jabari while we're talking, since we only got 20 minutes to go. Thank you so much for staying on the line, the air with me, co-host. To help me get through this nervousness. <laughs> um, people don't usually see the nervous side of me. It's kind of funny. Um, usually I'm just like, well, you know how I am, Jabari. Usually I'm just gung-ho for anything. Just just go, Shell. Just go for it. Just do it. I'm the one that encourages other people. So this, it's kind of a rare, vulnerable side of me <laughs> to see. Um, but uh, but that's okay. It's part of life, being vulnerable. So, um, um, oh, okay. So my two thoughts. Okay talking a little bit about like civilian versus military life, how it's a little different. So a couple of thoughts I had that and um, the five branches of military and what they do. So uh, let me see here. So a, a couple of questions um, or at least one question for Jabari and then, and then we'll kind of get into the five branches since Jabari's dad was army and my birth dad was Marine Corps. It'll be interesting to see the differences in the five branches and what they do, how they serve. But uh, just for funsies, because Jabari knows I like to kind of tease him sometimes about dating and stuff. Um, have you ever dated anyone that ever uh, was in the military? <laughs> um, I think. No, yeah, I really, I really I never think. thought about asking you that before. I don't think so. I did twice. I'm to... <laughs> no, I've never, I don't think I've ever dated anybody in the military. Really? Because, I mean, I actually mean this in a very nice way. Like, like it, it's different, and it's it, in a good way. Like, you just see a difference. I guess, like, in general, like, civilian versus military, you see discipline and patience, and it's it's hard to explain. But if you're me, you know what I mean. Like, and, you know, well, you know I almost became an Army wife, like, military wife when I was younger. And I always think about, like, the what if. And that's part of the reason why now, even now, I say – 
I always say thank you to military and veterans and their loved ones for all they do, because I can't even imagine like the sacrifices they make, the, the, the spouses, the kids being away from them, like I, and traveling. I, I can't even, I mean, they just do so much too. So that's why I always like to kind of give them kudos also. Yeah. I mean, I asked, I guess I asked somebody that was in the army that had been in the mm-hmm. army and she actually, Bought an arm. Really? I have, you know, a classmate. You know, I have you know, a classmate that actually bought an arm, and, and she said she, you know, I forgot where she said she fought it, but she said she fought somebody in, uh, back in the day. Well, you know about the one, but the other one I dated briefly, um, his name was Patrick, and he he fought Desert Storm. Wow. Yeah, but but my other one, the one I almost married <laughs> you know he went overseas and that was you know well Jermaine knows the story I'll, I don't want to get all of it I'll just tell y'all that basically I didn't know if he was alive or dead for 23 years and prayed every day and so happy to see him again and know that he's safe and sound and thank you Lord so much for protecting him yeah I think we all say thank you to, you know watch over him and amen as much as we want him you know we Congratulate them for fighting you know, for us. We all want them to be safe, you know, and that they all come home. Definitely. Oh, well, you know that there reminds me. Oh, I'm sorry, Jabari. That reminds me um, when the because of the unit in Afghanistan that listened to my show, you know, that several of them died. The song I would play. I don't know if you remember this. My favorite band, Michael Franti Spearhead. By the way, shout out to Mr. Franti. I'm going to see them uh, in concert. They're coming to Dallas August 23rd. Ironically, the same day my my birthday died in 2014, so I guess it'll be kind of kind of therapeutic. But anyway, to go to that concert on that day. But anyway, um, so I can't wait to see them again. But there's a song I'm trying to find it. I'm gonna play it here in a minute because this is part of the tradition I would do at the end of the show. I'll try to play it at the end of the show tonight. Um, it was called "Time to Go Home" by Michael Fronty and Spearhead, and I really hope it's still on my switchboard here. Oh, I hope I still have. Oh, there it is. Perfect. I don't know if you remember that, but that was part of the tradition because of that unit in Afghanistan that I would always dedicate that to them and all the soldiers overseas fighting and, and wishing all of them to come home safe and sound soon. But uh, yeah, so look up time to go home by Michael Franti and spearhead. It's really, really good. Really good. Um, Okay. So the other thought I had Jabari, if you don't mind, I think this would be kind of interesting to see here. Just it's on military.com, but just kind of, I won't read all of it. Just kind of generalize, you know, Um, there's five branches of military. And the first one's Air Force. Well, technically, it's Air Force and Air Force Reserve. And it says that basically that's the nation's source of air and space power. Primary mission of the U.S. Air Force to fly the planes, helicopters, and satellites. Uh, side note, I had two great uncles that both fought World War II. One was a doctor in the Army that we called Uncle Doc. The other one, my Uncle Mac, was a pilot in the Air Force. Both World War II veterans. Learned so much from them. And they, they were two of the six relatives that died in the six months when my parents died, by the way. Uh, in 2008. Okay, uh, Air National Guard says it's a separate reserve component of the U.S. Air Force, Army and Army Reserve, the dominant land power. Uh, Army generally moves into an area, secures it, instills order and values before it leaves. It says here that it also guards the U.S. installations and properties throughout the world. Uh, I know firsthand from the military broker, I had to memorize all military bases worldwide where they were located. It was just amazing to learn. <laughs> But anyway, so when I yeah. see that, I'm like, yep, it is worldwide. It really is. Uh, Army National Guard. 
an elite group of warriors who dedicate a portion of their time to serving their nation. And that's what Brian, by the way, he was initially, I think he was initially Army Reserve, but he went to Army Active, which was Army National Guard, like when he went to um, Bosnia and Germany. Uh, Army National Guard is an elite group of warriors who dedicate a portion of their time serving their nation. Each state has its own guard as required by the Constitution. In fact, it's the only branch of the military whose existence is actually required by the Constitution. Did you know that? I never knew that. Wow. No. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm learning something new every day. I love learning. Uh, Coast Guard. This is the one we talked about the most when I worked for the military broker. The first thing they told me was, because I didn't even know the Coast Guard. Isn't that terrible? Before before my job, when I got hired uh-huh. as a military broker, they're like, okay, first day of the job. you got to learn the military branches, the history. And I was like, Coast Guard, what's that? And they said, well, they're the lesser known because they're smaller. They're, you know, I was like, what? And they go, but they're one of the strongest, like, divisions, you know, what they do in their work and all, but they're, they're underestimated, I guess, kind of how they worded it. Uh, no, Coast Guard no, and Coast Guard Reserve. What? I said you don't hear much about them. So, I know, are, and they do a lot. It's amazing what they yeah. do. Um, basically, it just says here, you know, their primary mission is domestic waterways. You imagine Coast Guard water, of course. Um, they do rescues, law enforcement, drug prevention, and clear waterways. But, yeah, if, if you just look up, like, a Coast Guard rescue online, just watch, like, a YouTube video. You'll be amazed to see how it works. Uh, of course, granted, all, all branches of military do amazing work. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's unique to see in the water the rescue and such. Marine Corps, of course, my dad, my birth dad, Marine Corps and Marine Corps Reserve. Uh, Marine Corps is known as the U.S. Rapid Reaction Force. They're trained to fight sea and land and usually are first boots on the ground, quote unquote. And they're known as the world's fierce, fiercest warriors. And then Navy. See, I have a nephew that's Navy, so I kind of learned a little bit about the difference between Marine Corps and Navy. Because when my nephew, who would be a member of birth dad's grandson, got Navy, he, of course, was like, are you sure? Because I was Marine Corps. He's like, no, I want to do Navy. But anyway, so Navy and Navy Reserve. Which Have you noticed each of them, except for Air National Guard, have you noticed that each of them have a reserve except for Air National Guard? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. No, don't listen to me. Air National Guard's like Army National Guard. Like, they, like there's Air Force, and then there's Air Force Reserve, Air National Guard. There's Army, right? And then there's Army Reserve, Army, Army National Guard. But with Coast Guard, there's Coast Guard and Coast Guard Reserve, and there's Marine Corps and Marine Corps Reserve, but no, in Navy, there's no Guard, but Navy Reserve. Oh, interesting. And see, I'm learning something else now. Um, but anyway, Marine Corps, we read, and then the last one, Navy, basically, mission by sea, but also by air and land, and it's, they secure and protect the oceans around the world to create peace and stability, making the seas safe for travel and trade. I know it's going to sound so cliche. But that movie with Rihanna, Battleship, oh my goodness, she's in the in the movie as a um, in the Navy. That movie, you remember the movie Battleship? Yeah, I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it's kind of interesting, isn't that what Cher and her Turn Back Time video? Like, if I could turn back time, wasn't she on a Navy ship? Isn't that Sailor Say. in the video? <laughs> Say it again. You know that music video by Cher? The famous video, oh, music video, If I Could Turn Back Time. And she's in that yeah, known outfit. The outfit. Isn't she on a Navy ship? Yeah. And aren't those sailors? Like real sailors yeah, little, in the video? She's on an I want to say she's on an aircraft carrier. Oh, you know what? Oh, I think you're right. Aircraft carrier. You know, uh, Louis C.K., since I love comedy, I'm going to intertwine this for a minute. Okay, the comedian Louis C.K., had a reality show a while back, a few years back, right? 
and he went. A lot of comedians will go tour. They'll they'll go overseas. They'll they'll you know perform for the troops. And so while he was doing the reality show, he did that. He went overseas, went to Afghanistan, performed for the troops, and he happened to go where exactly where my nephew was. And I saw my nephew Jordan on TV. Isn't that crazy? While serving in war, I know it's amazing. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. But yeah, she was on a aircraft carrier, so. Oh, okay. So it wasn't Navy. I'm getting confused again. No, I don't think it, I don't know. It, it was it was aircraft carrier. I don't know what aircraft carrier was, but it was looking like it was on an aircraft carrier. Let me see. Uh, military. Let me see if it'll tell me. Turn back time. <laughs> it says on Wikipedia that is the Navy. It says something. Let me find it here. Oh, this is funny. It says something about it wasn't like risky, like they it wasn't like they expected. They didn't know it was gonna be like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they knew that she was gonna turn up half naked. I guess. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's funny. I like that. Oh my goodness me, that is too funny. Yeah, oh. and I'll be. Well, show it's almost winding down on your first show back. Well, thank you so much. I definitely want to play that song "Time to Go Home" by Michael Franti at Squarehead before I wrap up. So yes, that, thank you so so much, Jumanji. And yeah, thank no you again, problem. of course, to our military and veterans. And I hope each and every one of y'all take a minute out to to say thanks to the military and veterans and. Give them a hug and, and do more, you know, find a way to give back, whether it's crochet comedy like my skills or something else. We each have talents and skills to give back. And or just give me your phone number, you know, like my friend Louise would always say, because, I mean, I, I think I hope the number is not still last. I knew it was 22 veterans committing suicide a day. And I pray and hope that's not the case anymore. I hope it's a lot less. I, I, of course, the goal is to have none. We don't want to lose any. So it's never, you know. Never good enough. Yeah. I mean, you know, losing one is too many, honestly. So, yeah, uh, go ahead. If you're, if you're a veteran out there, or anybody in general, but, you know, especially if you're a veteran, and like I said, we as, me and Shell, we don't know what you go through. You know, we kind of think we have a slight clue on what you go through, but, you know, we don't know. Right, we don't really know. Mm-mm. It's just tough, and I understand it's tough. You mean you see stuff and live through stuff. Well, like she said, we don't want to see nobody lose their life. Mm-mm. You know, by, by suicide. Um, there are, I know there's hotlines out there, there's crisis lines. I know there's some geared extreme. Uh, ain't there some geared towards? Um, Towards veterans, I think there's yes. I think there's yeah. Yes, like it the just, commercials here locally were were suicide prevention specifically for military veterans to call this number just for them. Yes, they 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 yeah. do have specific programs, and even now, like I'm on Facebook on my phone, just looking up for a minute to just just share with y'all, like uh, Help Hill Veterans just is one of the many examples. It's a Facebook group if you want to check it out. Help Hill Veterans. They just posted about a living with TBI advice for veterans. Just one example, but. But definitely help heal veterans and tons, tons of other uh, groups as well. Wrote phone numbers to call, Facebook groups to join. I know a lot of times people 
prefer, of course, to be anonymous, which you most times can do, you know, um, calling in or, or emailing or, you know, going on Facebook. But, I mean, even we are here. I mean, yes, granted, we're only on air, you know, Sunday nights, but Coffee Talk WC on Twitter, send me a message, send me my phone number. I mean, that's like my friend Louise taught me, you know, and Jabari's here too. Like we're, you know, I always say I'm only one message or one call away. Yeah. We are. So I believe, you know, you should just end the show, like, start off with that music video, that song. Like, hey, you know, have your little saying, what a coffee talk with Shell, or what's your little saying? I forgot. <laughs> coffee talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Yeah. <laughs> and then just play the video, and then. I guess Sound off like that I guess <laughs> I guess so <laughs> you Oh <laughs> You're like Joe's so out of practice I gotta guide her through it That's just funny But it's okay Man. It's been a while Three year hiatus It's good. been a while Well thank you You, you did good You did you good did too good <laughs> Thank you Jamal well, thank you well, thank You're you, welcome you I can't call you pageant that anymore <laughs> First my switchboard phone number changes Then you tell me I can't call you pageant dad anymore <laughs> Well after a while It was like well Sarah's not in pageant So That's true it's been a while it was, It's been quite a while yeah. We're getting older yeah, that's why I yeah, No wonder I listen to Adele every day She talks about life changes and love And getting older I love that song well, when we were young Yes And a well which Shocked me, and Sarah's fifteen, and she's probably in college in three years. So. Crazy. Time flies. Yes, it does. <laughs> All right, I'll let you go. I'm gonna play this song for sure before I wrap up because I definitely want to dedicate a memory of the unit in Afghanistan and including Captain Kevin and all those men and women that died fighting for us and our freedom, and and really any military veteran. No longer with us as well as those that are still with us and all their loved ones. Jabari and I both just want to say thank you so, so much to each of you for all you all do. Yes, we do. And on that note, I'm going to play Time to Go Home by Michael Fronty and Spearhead. And I'll say a message um, after that and wrap it up. All righty, Chef. Take care. You too. All right. So here is Time to Go Home by Michael Fronty and Spearhead. You can look up uh, michaelfronty.com if you want to check out more of his music as well. And I also would like to dedicate it in memory of my friend Louise, Captain, former veteran Captain Louise Carlos Montalban.